Grand Rise, dear divine luminal light beings, welcome to Eco Elevation, Infinite Love and Light for all of co-creation. This is the Christ Mast special, the Christ Mast that is the Christed one inside of every single one of us that is our bioluminescence. Today we have Cameron King. What is up, my dude? Uh, I just sent out a custom tensor mandala to somebody, so I'm I'm doing pretty good. Dude, that is awesome. I love that, my man. So that um, is that the highlight of your here and now? Oh, absolutely. It's something I've been um, drafting and crafting for a couple weeks now, and I finally got everything to fit together in a way that felt good. And it looks pretty cool too. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm real excited. Also, just got a new bathrobe. Man, comfortable loungewear, completely underappreciated. Dude, I'm so with that, bro. I'm sitting in this alpaca poncho, made in Ecuador, <laughs> and I am just fully resonating with that, dude. I was, uh, you know, this uh, this part of child that loves the blanket. You know what I'm saying? Just something about blankets, mm-hmm. like cloaks yeah. and tunics. You know, that's what it reminds me of. Some uh, some royal garb. And yeah. uh, that's really where it's at, my man. Dude, I love the I love the tensor heart based, you know, quantum harmonization energies, frequencies, and vibrations that is this sacred hoop that is this path that um there are many symbols in our world known as like the aurora borealis that's that's how you say it right where it's the snake eating the tail uh oros boros Oros aurora borealis well you may see the oros boros in the aurora borealis uh there we go thank you for the clarification because i do get confused (laughs) (laughs) what i'm here for eternally grateful my man thank you for being yeah thank you for being and then um eternally grateful to have you on this casting of the pod in the spatial realms known as timelines and realities and everything is now so all points Mm -hmm. in time and space are connected in reversally and so I'd like to um, dive in to you, my dude. Little right. little uh, backstory about who and what you are and some formative forces that have led you to being where you are now. And uh, let's go with if you could share your heart's greatest desire in there as well. Mm. It's a deep one. <laughs> that is a deep one. My heart's greatest desire. I've, I've been thinking about this a lot, and it's becoming more and more clear. And it's still difficult to package into a pithy statement. So let's let's start with the journey. I like and that. And then we'll, we'll reach the current point of arrival along the way. I'm here so, for it all. Formative influences in my life. Uh, the two largest, I would say, are uh, music 
and physicality or it, movement, mm. as people like to say these days. Um, and they were there's a, a third element in there. They were both associated with uh, sacred spaces, with church, with community. Um, but these these two foundational endeavors and the the experiences that I've had during them have continued to shed light uh, on how on new ways that I can engage with other modalities and on the quality of experience bring to other modalities. Like right now, I'm doing a lot of work in the digital medium. I'm writing code. I'm designing things. I'm designing new ways to write code. And the experience that I'm looking for, like no one in the coding community can point it out because it's, it's just not there. Like it's, it's from these other things. It's from the experience of being in a choir. Like, yes, this is what I want creating a software product to feel like. It's, it's the experience of like a really well-executed martial sequence. Like, yes, this is what writing code should feel like. Like interacting with our computers, you should feel like uh, a God's blessed superhero, just constantly upgrading your powers and manifesting your reality. Uh, yeah, that, that's my heart's desire. It, it is to, in this coming year, transform human consciousness in a very simple way. Um, to let you do whatever you, you blessed well please on oh. your computer. Because you're, you're currently just straight up not allowed. It's not that it's not possible. It's that gates are put up. And there's, there's no need for that. What, what if we just took the gates down? What if we practiced radical transparency? Yeah, dissolving these borders and these barriers that really are yeah. illusions. Right? There's this line, right? We all go with the greatest example is like the, a road, right? For some reason, collectively, we have all agreed in our consciousness that, you know, if we're in the US, the right side of the road is where we drive, right? And if anybody goes across lines, warning, Will Robinson, warning. <laughs> and it's a it, it can <clears throat> prime our reticular activating at least for myself my reticular activating system when it comes to the roads is dialed in that like i'm right it's my office mm -hmm. so of course it's the most updated in my nervous system and so anytime there's a deviation on the path it's a big warning red flag <laughs> and so i find that in whatever realm we're in right the path can uh, bring up notifications for ourselves. Ooh, and since we're talking about notifications let's drop into our heart real quick and get into yeah. a harmonized coherency not that we aren't and it's a practice and i believe that is the dance of transparency as we will get into which is a beautiful yeah. beautiful topic all right <clears throat> so if we would if we so choose find ourselves in a comfortable space place and we can close our eyes and simply put our intention and our attention on our heart and center and then from there we get to give ourselves three breaths um, that first breath, simply connecting our heart with the heart of Mother Earth and imagining as we're breathing in all of the loving, support, nourishing, harmonizing energies from Mother Earth filling up 
every single cell in our being. And then on that exhale, allowing all of our energy to settle in the sacred space of our heart. That second breath, we get our heart with Father Sky, Central Sun, God, Goddess, co-creation, however you choose to see that and say it. Simply imagining these supporting divine loving energies flowing in through the top of our crown again <clears throat> permeating every single cell in our being on that inhale and then on the exhale simply allowing all of our energies from the inside out to settle into the sacred space and in that third breath we get to merge the energies of earth with the energies of us and the energies of sky of I, we, all, you, me, and allowing all energies across all timelines, dimensions, and realities from the inside out to settle into this sacred space of our heart, where we are accurately guided, guarded, and protected, simply allowing all experience to serve us for our highest and greatest, which can be quite the paradox. Mm -hmm. oh it feels great though man what a portal coming out of it feeling the uh 2023 slipstream as i call it like from uh finding nemo and we got dude and Sport, the og turtles and they are um requesting our participation in the slipstream of consciousness that we are all ready to trust fall into if we so choose um and that does require releasing the control mechanisms mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. there's something about you know being masters and defining our own reality um and then coexisting with the collective reality right like we could all be levitating and walking through walls and i mean any our imagination can imagine we can do it right because impossible means i'm impossible it's just we are so deeply attached the collective contracts and agreements based on what is possible right once we are fully able to release those from our hard drives or our nervous system as i like to think about it um and our water cellular memory then you know it's like these yogis that are breatharians that survive on air and uh, sunlight and breath and they can levitate and shit <laughs> so many uh, many stories have been told <clears throat> of indigenous peoples in ceremony and they uh there's a couple different ceremony spaces one known as the sweat lodge which is a sacred circle and uh basically like the womb of yourself or the womb of mother earth and then there are other spaces and places called uh, kivas. And kiva is like an underground sweat lodge in a way. Um, and you mm -hmm. go down down there for ceremony. And there have been many stories that I have heard of these masters that are uh, shamans or medicine men, women, able to walk through walls <laughs> and like literally you know walk through and just you know and then come back with whatever type of herbs or sacrament and uh so i find that's very interesting or like the hermit that's at the top of the mountain who's able to levitate things 
comes back down into the town and because of the collective consciousness in that sphere of tries to levitate something and uh, encounters resistance. <laughs> yeah, it, it's important whenever we're talking about magic, the field of belief is crucial. So yep. to the field of disbelief, it is oh, yeah. an equally powerful magical force. That's the thing a lot of people don't realize is if you cling to this narrow concept of material reality, then that's the one you end up reinforcing. Exactly. And the best way to do it is placebo, nocebo, right? Yeah. For our scientific materialist-based consciousness. <laughs> and it's all divine, I found. <clears throat> but, yeah, man. Yeah, all, all choices are valid, and some choices are less painful than others. That is a fact. I have, I have found more and more that when I trust the... Um, intuition being able to go into action with a choice of my soul or for my soul or this you know higher expression effervescence that is all that i am um the the road is much more peaceful and comparatively to the um uh, part of myself that wants to control everything and have it be my because um, either way, it's going our way. Because <laughs> we're creating it, right? But then I found that even if there's an experience that I'm not particularly very fond of in the experience, I notice that I'm able to alchemize it the more I let go of my uh, attachments to said outcome, right? It's almost like yeah. this quantum dance. I, I focus a, a lot less on um, influence and a lot more on accurate reflection. Because in my experience, if you just show people who they are, they do it better. Ooh. Um, so I, I, I'm very comfortable um, sitting in silence <laughs> in the corner and feeling that this is uh, the highest and greatest thing I can be doing at the moment. Uh, or asking a question and then letting somebody else speak for 30 minutes. Like what, what I love about my job right now, so I, I used to write code and then I got really frustrated with that because there are so many blockages in it. So I got into more of the design side of things. And on the design side, there's two major camps uh, in software. They're UI versus UX. Traditionally, it's, it's essentially aesthetics versus function. Are you okay. focused more on the like the overall vibe of the thing, or are you focused more on like the flow of actions through it? So I, I'm mm. in the UX camp right now. Like I, I recognize that UI is essential for the overall experience because in, you, you want to create harmony. Like that's that's what I'm looking for in all the things that I've. Man, I'm so glad I got connected to the balance and harmony etheric template. That thing is a. It's a game changer. The CO2 Akan. The CO2 Akan cubic measures. Birthplace of the gods, man. It is <laughs> the birthplace of the gods. The temple of the no sun joke. and moon. No joke. It is. I, I don't. Have you watched that ancient apocalypse series on Netflix? Yeah, it's so good. I love you, Graham Hancock. Yeah. You're a legend. It, it's man. I want to go to Ginung Padang. That just Same. sounds like the most 
awesome place because it's it, like it's like a completely different lineage from anything I've experienced. So I, I just I love um, going out into the energetic universe and just seeing what's there. Oh, same, uh, dude. I've been getting yeah. so magnetized to like the the Teotihuacan and the pyramids down there, and like um, Peru and Machu Picchu, and like it's trippy how how wildly pulled I'm over there. You know, from like the various sacrament of plant teachers that are known from that area, whether it be Wachuma, which is a psychoactive plant teacher. Um, entheogenic god compound that is <clears throat> known as mescaline <clears throat> and then so peyote that also came into my life similarly around the exact same time and the that is that all of everything that we could ever want or need or desire is already inside of ourselves in the now and depending mm-hmm. on our belief or not then it manifests and shows up in the physical right because everything's inside and then the the now that we're talking about is actually the past and in my experience the past doesn't exist it's just our reflection perception dance with that and being able to have things anchored in whether it be a quote-unquote past or whether it be a future because it's all of course now paradoxically yeah Um, the the past isn't real but the remembering is is what's occurring exactly that act of remembering that we lose our it's the it's not the act that's the issue it's the getting lost in it it's the the constant repetition of perspective yep that repetition right and that's the mother of all skill as we know as being enlisted (laughs) enlisted wizards chop chop exactly dude being able to uh i think that's the wildest thing is like it's perceptions or lenses that which we can see our reality with and realize that okay if these tools are showing up in our field whether it be an energy whether it be a physical experience a a teacher a a moment that could seem like hell it actually can be shifted instantaneously right and uh that's the one that really gets me because I guess there has been many programs within myself. We could call it this lifetime or many others um, that uh, I like to be a little sadistic at times and uh, (laughs) beat myself (laughs) along the way. But then I'm like, wait a second. Oh, wow. And then it comes full circle. And then I'm able to just experience into wisdom fully, right? Whether it be, Jeez, I don't know. This last week, I got I got stuck at the top of this mountain in uh, past Estes Park. There's this town called Allen's Park, Colorado, and it's at the base of one of these fourteen thousand foot peaks. Uh, this one is known as Long's Peak. It's a beautiful, massive stone Buddha, dude. It's like such a wild sanctuary with all kinds of scalar energy going on, and uh, I got stuck. I got stuck pretty bad, and um, I'm like, oh no. And usually every time this happens, I go through a micro trauma, chaos, you know, woe is me. And then and then all of a sudden I'm able to like just the level that I've done it so many times, I'm able to like and zero point laser focus to get this intuition from you know my my cells 
and know exactly what to do to do it and also know when to like ease off right because there's a point when you can get so stuck that you're stuck (laughs) and then there's a (laughs) point when you're stuck but you're also able to have a little bit of leeway and you can move around a little bit and um yeah count my lucky stars i uh, got stuck in like three feet of snow and uh i'm like great i didn't have any any of my chains on and so i i pull out my shovel i just start shoveling and uh, it wasn't far from the client's house that i was delivering they saw me get stuck so he comes out with a couple shovels and uh starts helping me out and i'm just you know we're clearing away a path and i somehow manage being sideways stuck halfway off the road managed to get both sets of chains on my truck even though i was completely stuck and so i'm thinking to myself like who's doing this right now because there's there's always this part of me that's like playing observer that is like looking mm-hmm. from a different perspective <laughs> third person view <laughs> different camera angles right and then also right. the version of myself that we could call it aspectology where there's different like I like to think that we are the 12th aspect out of the 11th, like a clock. And you can pull in these different of ourselves, whether it be archetypically from astrology or just based on our imagination. And uh, so different characters come in all the time, right? (laughs) And so I'm, and they're all, it's all me, but it's just different versions of myself, let's say, or different characters. And, uh, myself unstuck and i'm like whoa this is wild and uh so there we go distilling the experience right instead of being stuck there for like three hours plus with no service having to call a tow truck which would probably take like six to eight hours that is a intense wisdom bringing experience if one could choose that and i have done it before and it's not the funnest let's say right there's a lot of uh what was me (laughs) or there can be right otherwise all things can be shifted it also is time to read and time to do all kinds of other things when i do get situations it's free time opens up (laughs) and uh yeah it's the universe telling you to take a break exactly and so when that comes i'm very grateful for it but uh in the moments of oh wow i could slow this cliff right now that's uh interesting and everything else in between from another good one was my, I put my truck in park like two weeks ago and I'm like going to grab some bottles out of the side of the water dragon and it starts sliding down the hill in park. <laughs> I'm, I'm not in it. <laughs> so, so what do I do? I, uh, I start running after it and jump on my humble steed <laughs> and try to gain control. No, it's sliding, so of course I just slam the e-brake because that's one thing I didn't have. It was just in park, so I slam the e-brake and then try to navigate it to a spot where there's not ice and a spot where I'm not going to get stuck or slide off or into the river or whatever. And um, and every time there's a moment where it's like this is BS, right? The the um, the Billy story, right? Our alter ego can come up and be like shit (laughs) but then there's that other part of us if we are able to do the the work and and just flip and just focus on the other side of that billy right or your alter ego is your 
higher self or your guide team. And so sliding it to that end, it's like, oh no, we're good. We can, we can embrace anything. And uh, so of course there's always this dance between reflecting and um, projecting right in our world. And uh, one more random wild story I was delivering last week to one of my uh, friends in Lyons, Colorado, which in my opinion is like Colorado Sedona. It has a bunch of red rocks and, you know, scalar <clears throat> mesas or flat mountain looking spaceships. And uh, I'm just chilling and in, in she, she's a dog groomer. I'm just like hanging out, just shooting the shit. And um, all of a sudden, one of the neighbors, because it's like a connect building with like a basement and then the top floor, which is like ground level. And there's like other suites, right? Other businesses. So one of the other business ladies comes out. And she's like knocking the door. And we're like, what the fuck? And she opens the door and, and she's like, oh, hey, there's a fire. You got out of here. And so ironically and paradoxically, the water shaman is standing in a building that is caught on fire and i and you know isn't that where the water needs to be <laughs> yeah so, yes it's all it's all in such divine alignment with uh, the cosmic giggle um <laughs> and uh so i'm like oh shit and there, there's a there's a back door and a way for it to go down into the basement where the fire started and um the the dog groomer my friend fire extinguisher she's like do you want to try to go put it out and i was like yeah of course i love putting out fires whether they be um physically energetically or anywhere in between and uh so i opened the door to like that's pointed down to the basement and there's a hallway and i open the door and there's just flames and smoke and i immediately go fuck this not my shit <laughs> i slam the door and i'm like what do you what do you need that's important from this shop right now and so I like we grab you know all of her expensive you know shears and tools and stuff and we grab the dog that she was working on and get the fuck out of there and, and like within 30 seconds of leaving that spot the entire catches fucking on fire bro like nuts like and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go start my day, you know, later. And <laughs> I hop in, I hop in my water dragon right as I'm leaving. The fire truck pulls up and flames coming out of everywhere. And I'm like, well, that was interesting. Um, the meaning of that story is I know what fires to uh, put out, and uh, some fires are not my shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, keeping in mind that um, some things need to be tackled at scale. Yeah. yeah, they're not meant for any one person to do alone. We we are in this together. Yep, and it's going to take a lot of people to do everything that needs done. Oh, right. And I, and in my mind, I was like, okay, the fire department's coming. They're already going to be here. They got a bigger hose. You know, I got. I got five gallons, but I don't think that'll do much. You know, at this point, <laughs> there is there is a raging dragon that has been awakened in this building, and uh, yeah, not my shit. <clears throat> but the the beautiful part is that even even when I was in that experience, I was like, no, 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 no. This is this is all meant to be. Like this is happening. This is happening for me. This is happening for her. You know, 
And the craziest thing is, is like she just out of the experience. Sure, it was traumatic, right? But for me, that was like the tip of the iceberg on the fucking shit that I'm dealing with on the daily. <laughs> it was wild because, you know, going back and seeing it, I'm like, whoa, they got this whole thing blocked off, you know, and it's uh, the wildest thing is that community came together. Like right after it happened, people started donating to her and her business because, you know, she lost pretty much all of her stuff except for some shit that we were able to get an onload with, right? <laughs> and so she has to start and then all the other businesses next to her that burned down had to start for, or get to start from scratch there we go and uh but the beautifulest thing in my mind was like everybody came together right and so it's interesting like human nature you know when there's not something chaotic going on we kind of just bounce around like pinballs and unless we're focused and dedicated on to some sort of inner standing harmonizing path right and we just get oh mm -hmm. something shiny something shiny and it's like we need some type of you know melon or something for our for our collective consciousness to really come together and maybe not even like a villain but just some sort of chaotic experience it's interesting i found that it it takes a tribe and when there is pain and woe and a real chaotic situation happening that we actually come together greater than uh, greater than our differences right and it's like it's like oh that's right we just have it so easy that we really um we take things for granted i think is is really it it's just a, a lack of of um, conscious conscious reflection and uh, that's why we're here. We get to share our love in, in beautiful ways. And in my mind, right? Like, yeah, well, let's, let's tie a little circle here. So um, the difficult, you're right. When we are in conflict, we, we grow, we, we come together in ways that it, it's the organizing force. That's the key thing. Is, yeah what is what is the thing that is bringing us together so when we experience a shared negativity a shared suffering yes it's easy to come together but then when the suffering ends what next how, mm. how do we replicate the lessons of togetherness in peacetime how do we move from reactionary construction to um having an inner compass, having a shared drive, having something not that we want to stop happening, but that we want to make happen. Yeah. So let's let's tie that in two it's ways. That, Going it's that back more to, beautiful world our heart knows is possible. Yeah, we, we can do it, but but how? So a, a download I got early in my lessons with plant medicines is exactly what you said. Whatever experiences occur on the substance they are available to you off the substance mm -hmm. and your work after the experience is to figure out how to replicate and control it yep like integrate it the, bring it into yeah. ourself in tune and that those integration sessions can take much longer than i want them to especially oh, yeah. when it's so fun to just like explore you know that specific aspect of your consciousness at that time but anyway um, so there's this where it's this fundamental conflict between like growing intention versus growing at rest. So the um, 
chess master and tai chi push hands master oh crap what was his name uh his book is josh waitskin his book is the mm. art of learning uh over and over in that book he relates how in times of crisis like you know going to win a match or a game or a tournament like something happens like the first time it's an earthquake one time it's his arm breaking but so he experiences this powerful adversity and his mind immediately clicks into a higher gear and that that this, it, he's experiencing this exact thing but on the on the intrapersonal level as opposed to the interpersonal level like it's and and he had the same thought that we did he's like okay this is awesome now how do i take this like how do i access this when i'm at rest how do i be the earthquake like mm. what what is the the necessary roughage that keeps us moving yeah, that's deep, dude. I love that. Because that's the, and I feel like that's the dance, right? Because it, it takes a cognitive shift of whatever type, right? There's there's all many yeah. different flavors, <clears throat> whether it be, you know, a meditative, you know, yin practice or even a yang practice, right? They Either way, they get us back to center if we so choose. And I heard it described in a really cool way on one of the uh, Living 4D podcasts. It was one of the most recent ones, probably like four episodes back or something like that. But it was this guy and he was, I forgot his name, but um, he was talking about, imagine like we're on a record, right? Like a vinyl. And our soul is like, come back to center. Like that's when we're in the, the, the middle of the record. It can be slower, right? But our ego is very invested into checking out the outside of the, you know, the far edges of the record where things are moving a lot faster. And then one could say that addiction or losing oneself in an experience is falling off the record. And then the dance of getting back on the record can be like 12 steps practice or, you know, letting go of an addiction, right? Whether it be something that's very demanding of our energy from, you know, like a substance or a person or whatever it, whatever it is, we get attached to everything, which is, <laughs> which is some irony because we, we need that. We need the attachments. But then at the exact same time, there's this beautiful dance of being able to move back and forth on the record, right? In this sacred or like an infinity, right? That's how I like to think about it, like an infinity where all things come and go and come back again. And I'm the one that has the ability to change the record. I can change this. I could change the record player. Mm -hmm um i could yeah. change change the outlet i could change, you know direct power to oh solar panel or yeah <laughs> See, if this is the one shift i want us all to make in our consciousness this next year that when you look at things you can change them like yeah this and it is all only starts one with option among many yeah. yes and it's it's all about imagination it's all 
imagination. But the irony is that going through the formative dances, especially our traditional education system and then the structure mm-hmm. stages of consciousness within our familiar upbringings, the um, we can get really trapped, right? In the abilities of, you know, our imagination, it's squeeze well, through it's, it's these learned different... helplessness exactly right every time we try to cross <clears throat> the the collective boundary we get shocked and so there we go it's like shock therapy dude oh my god yeah it's exactly analogy. what it is <laughs> your nervous system really can't tell the difference it's it's a sudden unpleasant experience you get wired essentially the same way yeah and what, I, what i've found is the wildest part is those different shocks right are the that are not applied to or what is it time does not apply to the emotional body so they get looped mm-hmm. they get goal um, instrument that is this vessel that holds our bioluminescence and, yeah H- and, have you heard of the work of elaine mccusick uh yes yeah she's, she's rad I, I want to learn her uh, biofield tuning stuff so bad because it's I mean it's it's exactly what you're talking about. She's she's drawing these connections between you know the the ways we embody these energies and like where it radiates out to in the field. Yeah, and, and in your torus. It's like a tuning. How you can yeah, that's all it's it is. Literally yeah. like an antenna, right? And that's that's it. It's like those loops right that can normally be quote-unquote negative or dissociative um or no they can be very associative especially to trauma and woe is me and all the stories that help validate our unworthiness when in all actuality every single one of us is worthy because we are god goddess that is embodied in this experience as the multifaceted you know luminescence that i am and uh the wildest part is of course, we know there are many ways to break apart these stories of um, contraction instead of expansion. And um, I found that most of these times we were younger, right? There was this child child version of ourself, this uh, identity of ourself that was growing up in the world and downloading the environment. And we were simply shining our light right? We were being Mm -hmm. ourself. And then what happened is there was a shock. You know, we got, sometimes that shock could be a million electricity in the form of some serious abuse. And then the the other spectrum of that is a a mild shock, like a parent telling you, you're never going to be a singer or whatever it is. Right. Mm -hmm. And then we attach to that and store it and lock it and shove it as far down as we possibly can and forget about it and then every single time we're experiencing something in our waking here and now reality and we're trying to get something done or do something and we run into a trigger i have found that these triggers are simply a operating system hello would you like to update (laughs) usually we're just hitting either no or x but the, 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 or, or ignoring it, right? We're just shutting the shutting the the complete program down and just continuing to go through whatever it is we are going through. Um, and I've found that when we can 
go into that through story work or plant medicine or sound meditation. I mean, literally, there's all paths lead us to Rome or home, which is where our heart is. And yeah. uh, by going through that, and then we what, what happens is we actually quantumly release this packet of deeply compressed light. And then what happens is that light just emanates even more and then some type of pain or, you know, uh, dis-ease that we could have been experiencing our entire life and thinking that it would never go away. Magically, poof, right? It just, but then, right, it also takes our ability to continue to integrate. And so by decompressing or defragmenting, that's really what it is. It's like updating and delete and like sending our higher to the algorithm release any of these uh, viruses or malware that might be deeply ingrained into our reticular activating system or our nervous system. And then what happens is we are much more able once we move through that instead of around it or under it or away from it we are able to then shine our light even more, which is just like that boomerang effect, right? It's like, love, my love is a boomerang. So we, whatever we're energetically out, it is coming back to us. And then it's up to us if, if we want to continue to be the story tailor and custom tailor the story that is our life or, um, you know, how external things to define our reality which again all trusts are valid um i think it's all fun even the, the really dense painful traumatic stuff there's joyfulness and a light in it right like in my opinion the darkness has and holds the greatest potential potentiality for illumination and for light. So technically the darkness is the greatest potentials of light and the light is simply things that we have already, you know, that we can take for granted that we already get used to and accustomed to. And so by being willing to go yeah. into these caves that we fear to enter and it's, mm -hmm. it's all our own individual experience anyways, right? That's what really is the, the pair because we actually simply run into ourselves which yeah um, i'm i'm going to spill an alchemical secret here forgive please. the ascended masters please uh, but the strongest force for ascension is in the deepest pit of hell uh -huh. like that's that's where you if you want to cast the big magic you got to like outfight satan yeah that's what you got to do yeah that's what he's there for you got right. It's like the laugh at the devil, and he and he or she will walk away. Um, and you know you've ran into it big time if they don't walk away. Yeah, <laughs> something that I, I grew up Christian, and as I've been uh, reading the work of Elaine Pagels, like getting some perspective on early Christianity and how multi-perspective. Oh man, why did I bring this up? What were we just talking about? <laughs> mystic path to cosmic power oh yeah man it was i've completely lost it um oh yes satan that's right so go. before satan was a person it or or an entity it was a job description and it just meant a poser and <laughs> a, a jewish mystic made the very good point 
that if the way you're trying to take is bad, an obstacle is very good. Yeah. So I, I like one of my affirmations is I am thankful for all the Satans in my life. <laughs> I love that. I love yeah, that sometimes so much. I am too. on my side. Sometimes, sometimes it's pleasant. Sometimes it's painful. Sometimes it's a void. Sometimes it's let's fight. You, you never quite know. You know. Yeah. It's, ultimately, it's up to you to choose your path. And and that's that's the beautiful thing, right? Because if he wants to fight, embrace with the opposite pendulum swing. Right. And I found that really gives the um, energy a nice little polarity shifter. You know? Yeah, I, I, I like the word wrestle or roughhouse. There we uh, go. Wrestle. Be, yeah, because partly because it's it's the diffusing of hostility. Right. Like, there I'm we go. That's trying to channel those like. Yeah, the, like those samurai masters who like only carried wood swords. Yeah, so, like I don't want to kill anyone, and I don't need a blade in order to win. Exactly. Uh, that's the other thing, you, you got to be in order to play the peaceful way. You got to be mad skilled. Yeah. I mean, you got to you got to chop. It's it's not for the faint of heart. It seems that way. That this is the lion in the lamb. Like, sure, the lamb is peaceful, but when it's time to throw down, you know, bite your ankle. Yeah, exactly. And um, also, like, this ability to, every single moment, it's a choice, right? And so... Yes, so it's it's all about de-escalation. So sometimes you do want to get into the fray, but most of the time, yeah, like, just hugging the fighter throws them off their game. Exactly. And I have found that, like, you know, it's it's super fun to want to try out our are you know tried and true ninja skills and inflict you know maximum damage <laughs> right yeah but, but usually what what kind of energy does that create right resistance plus or what we persist it really or wait what, what we resist it actually persi persists there we go that's the statement yep. and so the ability to embrace the fires of life with the sacred waters within is the paradox mm -hmm. and uh, so i was i was standing in this burning building and i was asking <laughs> myself what is the meaning of this and of course it came up with well some fires you you get to put out and then some fires you, you're not needed you, you can call in the reinforcements and i was like wow it really can't it's easy and then i was thinking to myself <laughs> i wonder how it gets to be so easy and then i was like oh yeah it starts with me and it's that cognitive choice and that cognitive shift right because a great example i mean we're right here we're on you know christ mass day right and for me i was raised catholic christian jewish buddhist um i'm not sure what nam yoho renge kiao is It'd be a mix of buddhism and hinduism but I, I certainly enjoyed that one as a kid also and and, and all the other different meal tickets to source basically mm -hmm. yes there oh. there are as many paths to the divine as there are perceivers yes exactly right and so i was thinking in my mind i'm like okay 
all of this is beautiful and it's all divine. And I think each part is like a different puzzle piece because I think that's my favorite analogy is that every we are the missing link with central node that is the network of our life. I know you resonate with that one. Um, Because even with the dance of AI coming in and going to be taking our consciousness, it's us, but it's this technology that we have created inside of ourself that is going to blast us into i mean dude the next five to ten years are going to be very interesting to say the least and we have chose this i know that for sure that my soul chose this experience but back to something that's practical that's like physically now in the practicality of experience um giving and receiving there's this massive type of energy especially today of all days where there is, hmm, you know, a, a massive amount of receiving gifts and presence, right? And I heard it, I heard it um, from the Mike and Max show. Uh, Mike um, Budso, his his podcast. Uh, he has the Mike and Max show like once a week. I really fuck with that dude, Max Shank. So interesting, divine, luminal, light being, wizard as we all are reflections of ourselves, And he said, whenever you're giving in, he's like, I really enjoy presence. And I also enjoy someone's presence. He's like, mm-hmm. I like both of those things. I was thinking in my mind, I'm like, wow, we only really, we've limited ourselves and put ourselves collectively in a consciousness box of giving and receiving on only a couple days of this quote unquote dance. That is a year around the sun and i'm finding more and more because gift giving is like deeply part of my soul expression here on this plane Mm -hmm. like being able to hand somebody an energetic piece of organite or a tensor tool or like a puzzle piece and be like yo you're the missing link and like put it in their hand and then they're like what the fuck Like, (laughs) (laughs) like their consciousness like it implodes explodes with expansion of like love because every single time first off somebody touches any organized piece that i make they're actually getting a reiki session from me which is Mm themselves paradoxically (laughs) so they get awakened to new on shit and uh so it's like this ability to be able to like give without expecting anything so it's like give love and expect nothing and then everything flows in with abundance and then also being able to release our attachments to you know what we think we deserve versus what we actually deserve and what we are you know which is infinitely abundant beyond any measure and so it's all about the level of our worthiness i found right and so this interesting story type of energy came up and has come up collectively I'm very tapped into the collective consciousness, but then at times it gets really fucked. And so I, I take a step out <laughs> or I take a step in to myself because I was going out. There we go. And uh, I come back into my center and then I find my center again. And I'm like, oh, wow, there's a lot of, a lot of distortion out there, um, which is fine. It's part of the dance. Um, but I noticed within myself something pretty strong came up as a meditation as of lately and it was this 
giving and receiving type of energy, right? To where I can give so much, but then I'll have a limiter or a governor chip attached to my receipt. And so I'll be like, this is really interesting because no matter what, when we can release our to what we think our worthiness is then the the levels of our worthiness greater expand if, to where then we are much more open and able to receive from all of the different levels of perception because in every single moment right like this life i feel like is the greatest gift so for us to apply our presence is the greatest present for ourselves and for all beings that we're interacting with. And then it's funny because there can be the things known as like the aramonices or the aramonic exception of things, which is this deep attachment to material and, you know, the physicality of things, but everything is shifting like in every single moment. So they're in my mm-hmm. paradox, but I was finding within myself just a little bit of like, frustration and a lack of worthiness come up and i'm just like this is really interesting because i feel like they're cyclical right so like Mm -hmm. any any time yes we've been in the same spot before we've been on the same day before no matter how many times we have been around the sun incarnation and each year it's not the same place that we were, but it is a similar place that we were. So it's this cyclical energy. And so I've found whether I'm in a place or a space or an actual time, um, we can experience the same things. And then the best part about that is that we are able to then transform it if we so choose, or we could just let it run us over and turn us in a garden feeder um soiling green <laughs> um and and the, the, this idea of of being able to okay you know for myself just a, as an example feeling like well oh i'm not getting what i wanted or whatever the fucking story is at the time right because no matter what i am because i'm here <laughs> and i'm the co-creator of my reality so it's like all those figures i want to blame they just come back to me and yep. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> oh, right on. I get to, to, to switch the dial a little bit on this distortion. So like, and the coolest thing is like going back. Like I remember versions of myself that, you know, uh, my birthday is coming up in January. So I'm starting to feel some of these cyclical experiences have a little bit of reminiscent residue to them. And they were mostly negative. <laughs> perception of them right as a kid but there was also it was also divine and you know beautiful and amazing as fuck i mean i made it i mean i'm here <laughs> so it's like <laughs> being able to go back to that version of myself that may be the younger version of myself the the inner child the the scared samson or whatever it is and then being able to just blast all of this joyfulness and appreciation and love and gratitude. And then it completely shifts the Richter scale. It, it completely like, that's why I say it changes timelines, dimensions and reality simply through our divine guided intuition going into action through imagination. Right. And yes, we want to deny that 
because there's this analytical side that we have inherited through our collective consciousness that is it is there for us to to slice through the veils of deception it's like it's like brainwashing right the same technology used as brainwashing you can use that technology wash yourself right and so that's that's the dance is like everything has the double-edged sword style to it where we can slay the negativity but then also our negativity can slay (laughs) and being being willing to face these dragons i think is that dance within ourselves instead of externalizing our power or you know especially in the fields that we're in right like we're in etheric super beyond imaginative would be the way i could describe it because it's, (laughs) it's like it's like when you feel it, but then it's just so beyond your comprehension to where yeah. it's like, where the f- am I right now? <laughs> and then you're like, oh what, yeah, it's what now. Is happening. I don't, I don't super, I don't know where I am. I don't know what's going on. All I know is I am here to love. Exactly, exactly, right? <laughs> and there's no like, I don't know. There, there can be that part of us that wants to like know, right? And like the soul's greatest addiction is to matter which is a mind fuck Um, because, because we are everything and nothing paradoxically with the way we way of things. And um, that's that dance. I feel like, right. It's especially in these realms of imagination and we could call it plant medicine or medicine world or altered states of consciousness. That's the best way to describe it. And we are constantly in altered states of consciousness all the time whether we enjoy tea or crack or you know <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah there, there is food. no unaltered state to compare against like there there is no baseline human mind there's just like what a bunch of us do most of the time that's yeah. the great difficulty with all of our neuroscientific and psych- psychological studies it's only showing us humans as they are within this system exactly right and then it's i love the analogy that paul check uses he's like do you see the whole tree and it's like our mm. can be like yeah bro i see the whole tree <laughs> our, our, you know this there, there's the part of herself that is like oh you know i'm able to humble myself i'm able to it, it's okay not to i think that's why i really resonate with and lifted so much because it's like all right answers like you literally do not need to know it all and paradoxically by not needing to know it all you know it all (laughs) yeah all you need to do is make just make one small improvement in your the programming in front of you and Mm -hmm. and it'll work itself out over the long run exactly one little thing at a time and it's it's literally that it's like one micro choice from micro choice and it's it's every single moment because you know we glorify these interesting substances in our world, whether it be caffeine or alcohol or pharmaceuticals comparatively to the fringe, quote unquote fringe, it's getting mainstream now, but plant medicines and altered ways to shift our <clears throat> experience that is reality. And, you know, a drug is anything that changes or modulates a cell. And so technically everything is a drug so we're all just addicts out here and (laughs) everything we respond to we produce internally that's why we have sensors for it yes 
Yeah, right. That, that's that's exactly right. That's why we have like THC receptors and CBD receptors and you know DMT that we release in our brain through breathwork and darkness <laughs> and like all like literally the pharmaceutical cabinet is inside of every single one of us. And for me, what I don't I don't, I don't know if I told you this story, but um, I remember taking some psilocybin some magic mushrooms like seven years ago and at that time my consciousness was like i I don't know it's hard to describe it it wasn't was not at all who i am now but paradoxically was exactly who i am now but basically my consciousness was let's say just very adolescent it was a a toddler let's say seven years ago and in some ways i'm still a toddler now but the dance between then and now i remember i was like selling cocaine and i like people owed me money and i was just caught in the greatest victim mentality cipher loop of my age and uh all of a sudden i eat a couple grams and i forget something in my car and the medicine, the grandfather medicine starting to kick in and uh, my cellular intelligence. And I go to my car and all of a sudden I'm like about to open my door, my car, and this tree pulls me in. And it goes, and pulls me in. Right? And so I hug this tree and I just say, I love you, Mother Earth. Like that's, th- there was no other option in my mind it was like a direct clear like this is what i'm doing there's no second guess just like do this say this cheat code boom not even a cheat code but it was just like the master phrase and literally my dude like every negative experience that i have ever experienced through this lifetime and possibly potentially many other lifetimes got juiced out of me and then I get supercharged with like every single positive experience you could ever imagine times infinity. And that still doesn't do it justice. I felt like I was getting beamed up by aliens, like a whoa, 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 like tractor beam kind of thing going on, light beam, anchor, who knows. And paradoxically, I also felt like I was a USB drive, malware and mind viruses. And I got plugged into the mainframe of Mother Earth and got rebooted and upgraded and so i let go of this tree and everything shifted i mean from that time before i was like addicted to percocets and you know dopamine and alcohol and shitty experiences and situations of trying to toxify myself with (laughs) who knows man (laughs) just you know a downward spiral let's say And then comparatively to this experience, it is a radical 180 degree shift in my consciousness to where all the things that no longer served me from that old paradigm, I was not able to play that game from that same level anymore. Like I was still trying to, I was still trying to be like shady and lying to myself and others and the pain that would be caused from every single one of those micro choices was so intense that I would to face myself and the dance of that has been one shadow journey dark out of the soul chaos you know complete fragmentation and soul fracturing to the next and i finally found that um 
that experience is whether it be you know a version of myself that is a fucking interdimensional flying a flying saucer around the cosmos that sent myself that energy or the version of myself that sent myself that energy or just simply my version back then that was just able to simply surrender for the first time in my life and allow and then then from there being able to trust fall into myself basically everything started showing up in my reality from books falling off shelves like that one book the mystic path to cosmic power by vernon howard written in the 1963 ish talking about all these different mystics from all these different branches of religion from like Rumi, like sufi mystics to like saint hildegard like catholic mystics to all the different branches right and then, you know, experiences, people showing up in my life, you know, uh, it's like, holy shit. Once we can really get our own way, everything opens up to us and all these different potentials. And if we can imagine it and there is spark of passion or fire or kundalini energy that's within ourselves, and if we're able breathe that into our whole being then we get supercharged into whatever direction that we're on our soul path right and it's like this golden thread to where my mind could be focused on this one thing but in all actuality i'm meant to be over here and stuck in the snow or whatever right like just yeah it's like yeah. how can we how can we open ourselves up to when, be when it open comes to setting a course to, to programming one's own field I, I i like to have at least two balancing intents in mind and one of them mm. is the one that we're familiar with where it is the the hyper detailed visualization it is you know the thing precisely as you want it as it has already happened and then to balance that out i also imagine that i could be pleasantly surprised yes oh my god i love that you said that okay so so trip out on this there are there are souls in our in that um, very much enjoy things to be the way that they are, and no change is a constant <laughs> in our reality. We want things to stay the same, <laughs> mm -hmm. right? and then paradoxically, there are those souls, and all of these are versions of ourselves. I'd be like that very much enjoy a surprise. <laughs> and so I have found that I am in that camp of very much enjoying every now and then. And this really get me. <laughs> but, you know, whether, whether it be standing in a burning building or, you know, top of a peak stuck in my ass with snow shoveling my ass off, right? And then getting unstuck and being like, whoa, like that was a real rush. So it's like paradoxically, my soul is like, here, ego, I got a great one for you. <laughs> Go fetch. And, yeah, uh, that that's why I'm so into gray magic as opposed to like focusing on white magic or dark magic. Because like, even if you ask for a bright thing, you normally have to pay some pretty dark costs. Totally. Everything uh, has a really? cost. Yes. 
Equivalent exchange is the fundamental law that so far I have seen, I have yet to see anybody overcome. So like you can manifest whatever you want and you're going to pay for it in this life or, you know, another. Yeah. So and and the opportunistic. What that cost is and that's being it. willing to pay it. That's yeah. it, right? The opportunistic costs, right? And like, yeah, you, you it's, could it's do some. energetic exchange. Totally, totally. It's, it's that uh, reciprocity right and being Mm -hmm. being open that's why i really i'm i'm in the and one of my heart desires arrow path is this giving love and expecting nothing knowing that everything is abundance right Mm -hmm. and even even that can paradoxically be very addicting because it's like it's like okay what what levels can I be a, it can almost turn into an egotism at times me being able to be like, ch- be able to check myself, which is the greatest dance because there's those things from when we're like on top of the world. <clears throat> and for the longest time, this is how I like to describe it from the longest time I used to wake up and be like, fuck, is today going to be a good day or is today going to be a bad day? Right. And I would read the energies and I'd be like, I don't know. And so I would go out in the world and some days I would have good days and some days I would have bad days, right? Now, mind you, my mantra at the time was the struggle is real. And boy, did I experience real struggle. Uh, <laughs> words are wands, <laughs> thank goodness. And so, so for the longest time, I was like searching for this way to just balance everything out because my highs, they were really high. But then my lows, they were just complete hell. And so I was like, how can I get this a little more harmonized and the, the scales to be a little balanced? And I found that by completely letting go of what my expectation is and simply be able to go fully inside of myself, that has been the answer to most of my quote-unquote problems or opportunities is being able to go into my heart completely shift not out but completely shift in tune with the more harmonized alternate reality because in every single moment i feel like we are shifting into alternate realities based on whether whatever we're thinking and whatever we're feeling and when we can get our thinking we can get our feeling into a synchronization of some sort even if it's a, a little type of synchronization, you know, 0.01% to, you know, off the scale, um, right? It's like a snowball effect. So the more that we can bring ourselves back into ourselves and apply our heart, which is the, the toroidal field generator, instead of mm-hmm. trying to like externally control situations, I have found that that is the balancer of this scale. And of course, there it also comes with the paradox of choice, which is okay, <clears throat> if I'm running from the quote unquote hell, then it's gonna find me when I expect it, right? Mm-hmm. Or if I go face forward as you know, sprint into the storm, right? I have found that simply choosing that option the storm we we get to the eye of the storm and then everything just 
harmonizes way better than we could ever plan or imagine it could be. And then there's that divine surprise that comes in, especially for myself, I have found, right? Because it's like the moment you're caught in whatever it is, and then we have the choice to stay stuck in that thing, or we have the ability to go into the quote-unquote hell and then realize it is heaven. It's just that one perspective that we were looking at it. And that's like the opening up of the story. And I think it's it's very interesting that collectively we are losing myth or pushing our myths away, pushing the story that is ourself away. By doing that, finding individually what each and every single one of us is, right? On a, on a soul level, which honestly is uh, indescribable in my experience. Like it can be weighed and measured, but it also cannot. It's like know the white, keep to the black and be the pattern of the world. And then everything's in res- reciprocality. That's a cool word. <laughs> mm-hmm. It has the ring of a, a word of power. It does, probably, right? Probably that, because it is. That's a that, that's a drafted, <laughs> crafted, and supercharged one right there. <laughs> but yeah, it's funny, right? Because it's like back to back to um, you know previous experience, and we are who we surround ourselves with, whether that be energetically or physically or in any way, shape, or form. <clears throat> and then also being transcend that and include that, but then also right transcend it and realize that we are the greatest gift that gets to keep on giving in this in whatever we see called in any moment right and it all starts with that cognitive shift whether we lose we we can be literally in the ninth or twelfth or you know millionth ring of hell and be like this is fucked and paradoxically, in that exact moment, wherever it is, and just with the flip of a switch inside of ourselves, completely shifted to heaven, paradoxically, because mm-hmm. we have that ability. And so I'm thinking in my mind, like, okay, we get to create the greatest heavens that we can ever imagine. And then from there, again, if we enjoy surprises, we get extra heaven. And if we want things to be the way they are, we get our heaven. <laughs> you know. So in my mind, there, there's no winning because we've already won. And so this is just a reverse engineer dance until we get to said place that we have, you know, put at the pinnacle. And then from that pinnacle, there becomes another one. <laughs> and so it's like, how can I humble myself and enjoy the practice that is now? And then because that's where everything is flowing from. Um. Yeah, it's it's funny, man. I, a, a good a good example is I remember, I remember playing Pokemon like uh, Ruby or Sapphire, Emerald, or one of those ones years ago. Um, back on the Game Boy Micro or Game Boy SP or something like that, and uh, would imagine being like, "Whoa, this is gonna be so cool!" Like, what what if you could like catch them? Like, you're actually Right. And so I was like literally visualizing 20 years ago, Pokemon Go. 
<laughs> and like fully seeing it, dude. Like I was like, this is gonna be so great when it comes out. It's gonna be the best ever. And then like the conscious is down, I'm like, meh. You know, <laughs> it's it's still cool, but it's not. You know, back then it would have been the greatest fucking thing ever. Like you drop drop an iPhone into my hands back then, it just my my circuit board probably would have fried. Um, <laughs> and so so like now because video games used to be like a big part of myself growing up and being able to like fully get trapped and like beyond attached to this thing that I would not clean my room or whatever. And then like my mom would take my thing away and it'd be like a story. Right. And I would notice that come up and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, okay, this is very interesting. Cause no matter what, we're all playing games, but it's just, games. Are you playing? <laughs> are you playing? Are, are you playing like, uh, no matter what, we're all playing infinite and we're all playing finite games. And so I've been finding that um, just what level of aim do you choose that reaps the quote unquote rewards of what you think you deserve that to be. And some games are very grand and beautiful, right? Like the the Cosmic World Healer game. That's a fun game. There's a lot of ego in it. Um, <laughs> so one, one could say that there, there's you have your ego or release your ego to become that, but paradoxically, it takes a very big ego to be that. <laughs> yeah, to, to be able to say, yeah, I can like heal these things that have been plaguing us for untold millennia um uh, yeah i mean it's true yeah <laughs> now and you got to step up to that stage you built for yourself exactly <laughs> i mean too that like the greatest the greatest game is is the one that um we have we like choose to play but then also at the same time like if we label it then it, it we're already putting it in a box in my opinion, yes. right? So, like th this quantum game that I think we're leaning into now, that like AI is going to start blowing up more. And I mean, the coolest thing is that a lot of these mundane kind of soul-crushing occupations are going to get filled, and then people are going to be able to finally face themselves. Ironically, might be you know the end of worlds for some, um, but. <laughs> Nothing gets destroyed. Everything is simply transformed. And so by us being able to consciously, you know, be willing to participate in these games that we uh, manifest for ourselves. And then the greatest part is being able to pull ourselves in to ourselves, And then we become the greatest player, right? Because then we can dial in and we can know change our avatar we can uh, everything in between of the perks and and when you really get you know like i've heard of that simulation theory right and i feel like mm -hmm. okay that's an interesting interesting idea um a lot of it can make sense but then also things are what when you when you've experienced these energies it's like it's like, it's like why would I why would I play with the etch a sketch when I am the etch a sketch? <laughs> you know, like, and you're able to like 
you know, build whatever it is that you want or Lego building, right? You get to build your own, your own inner verse in, in our own worlds. And we're all doing that anyways. And comparatively to just allowing other people to build it for us, which is also going to happen. And then having, yeah. having the greater understanding that we get to rebuild it in our consciousness of how we relate to it. Right. It's not that that thing is going to change inherently, but it's, we get to change our perspective of it, which ironically changes it <laughs> in, in the, of the thing, right. To where it could be like this really bad thing that's happening. There is quote unquote, a silver lining or it, it's happening for us. Right. No matter what's happening. And that ability is this wheel of fortune type of idea. And coming back to it, it's like, okay, we get um, design to dream weave our life, which it's very empowering, but it also requires a lot of responsibility, which if you haven't been mindful or aware of certain choices, and then you become aware of it, it can be overwhelming, I feel like. Especially me. It's like, oh, wait a second. I can transform my whole life, but wait a second. Nope, I'm arguing for my limitations. This is what I am. <laughs> and we I like feel- to imagine self-growth as pleasant, but the the philosopher Epictetus argued that going like talking getting into philosophy should feel like going into surgery and think about what surgery was like you know 2200 like something's wrong with you it's gonna get sawn off and then you're gonna have to put yourself back together it is freedom is what we want and it's also it's a lot more painful than what came before in some ways in my experience yeah it's dangerous freedom freedom is actually the most dangerous thing you know yeah because especially once we get inside of a point inside of ourself where we're ready to shift and we're ready to change there can be these parts of ourselves that are going to resist they are going to you know and it's not only like a they but it's this part of ourself that's so comfortable with the uncomfort that it would rather choose to continue to be uncomfortable than to make a quote unquote better choice right Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, why the fuck do we like it to to be that way? What, <laughs> what, why do we want it so painful? <laughs> you know. And then it's like, oh, oh, I forgot. This is campus Earth. We're here to grow, and we're here to learn. And because it's campus Earth, some lessons we are meant to learn, and some lessons, if we don't want to learn them, we don't have to learn them right like some could call it spiritual bypassing or whatever but i i honestly feel like everything is our medicine so to the love embracing our medicine in the daily present experience that is now then nobody has the ability to dictate that you're doing it right or wrong except for yourself you know in the long run we will all return to source this totally is inevitable. You, yeah. We're just uh, choosing the way down. Mm-hmm. Or up, paradoxically, right? Because as above, so <laughs> below. Whatever direction you want. Yeah, because, you know, sometimes we can think we're going down, but it's like shoots and ladders. 
So you're like, actually, I'm going. This is it. I'm on the quest. And you have your metal, and you have your your chain mail, and you have your big, you know, berserker sword with the tomahawk to match. And you're you're entering to go face the Minotaur. And right before you get to you know slice his head off, you get set a uh, a, a, a nice slide or a ladder. And then you're like, whoa, I just landed in the Garden of Eden. And then apparently you eat from the apple of good and evil. And <laughs> you are taught a valuable lesson about, you know, ways to consciously respond or react in our world. And I believe that all choices are valid. And so by being able to lovingly observe myself and all beings that I encounter is much more fun of a journey than, you know, judgmental, you know, projection, chaos, you know, uh, cause, yeah. cause working. There we go. When, when I'm evaluating my beliefs these days, I, I very rarely ask myself, is this true? Because... Mm. I, I, if I'm tinkering with it at this level, like I've already assembled my evidence. Yeah. My, my questions are, is this useful? And is, is there, is there any other way to do it? Like I, I can be angry and I can come up with all kinds of good reasons for being angry, but I've spent years of my life sitting in anger. Well, what was that like? What did that, what did that do for me? What actually happened? Is this something I, I, I can keep doing this? It, it would be true to keep doing this but is it, is it you no it's not useful yeah yeah it's it, there you know we, we can reap right and the benefit from being you know pissed off and blaming everyone else you know the 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 risk versus reward there's a lot more risk than reward on that type of spectrum but comparatively to like <laughs> being a bioluminescent like you know, you are joyfulness in every cell in your being and then going out and just simply like that and like emanating that and radiating that. I mean, it is fun as fuck. Disclaimer. Everything shifts. But the best part is, is being that is. And simply applying that loving kindness to our world comparatively to the other reactive and I think that's the the beauty of it is the more you practice any of these things, whatever you you know we are doing to better ourselves in whatever way, I feel like it gives us this awareness in our cognitive in like our cognitive abilities. Where, okay, we can see the reactivity come up, and then before we choose the reactivity, we can choose the responsibility. And then. Yeah. Every time an obstacle pops up, I can be frustrated or I can be understanding. Uh, One of these is good for us. Yeah, and even even frustration is good too. Like I fully yeah, honor yeah. the negative, quote unquote, negative experiences because they they are very helpful for me. They're uh, my C four. I am EMT. thankful for all the satans in my life. <laughs> exactly, dude. I am eternally <laughs> grateful for the the darkness because it it helps us shine like the stars that we are Mm -hmm. and that's that you know bringing space and clarity to things i believe that things are going to continually speed up i don't know if you've felt that kind of energy but things are moving kind of fast um 
I've been slowing down a lot. Have you? I, I mean, I, I imagine once I get moving again, the things I want to happen are going to happen quite quickly. Oh, totally. But, uh, there's a lot that's going to go on in the next century, I hope. Oh, let's, yeah. Let's see how much of it will happen in the next decade. I, I think that's the dance, too, to what side of the record are we on, right? Are we coming closer back to our presence and stillness and finding more ways for us to slow down, right? Or are we, you know, jumping off the edge <laughs> into oblivion <laughs> where, you know... Um, not all who wander are lost. <laughs> and then being able to climb back onto the record, if if we so choose, we can bring a record, you know, and then throw the new one on there and change the song. Um, and, and then I think from there, the magic and the mystery of life becomes more joyfully present for every single one of us, right? Because it's that reticular system, right? It's like as soon as we focus our consciousness on whatever it is we're going to get more of that thing everywhere and that's a, that's an energetic response of giving and being able to be open to receive because for myself it was a lot of years of just like either open receive closed giving or open giving closed receiving and i'm like wait a second something's not flowing here <laughs> and then <laughs> if i would take a step back and I mean, one of, one of the greatest celebrations that I had, because I'm out here delivering to, you know, I'm blessing the spring water. So I have a lot of clients up in the mountains. And uh, one of my clients left me a baggie of buds, some, some cannabis, and some uh, organic homegrown tobacco that they grew. And, uh, and like a Starbucks gift card. But it was funny because... It wrote on the the um, holiday card, they said, we hope you like mids and organic tobacco. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for being, or thanks for all you do and be. And the funny shit is like, I forget how many people that I interact with in my daily life and have interacted with. People will say stuff to me that I said back to them like years ago and it sends me into like a shamanic portal <laughs> like a loop <laughs> so I'm like sometimes sometimes it's it's the greatest blessing to receive my own medicine but I, I was just cracking up because it was like yeah like oh my gosh this is the cosmic dance right or like you know some of my other customers leaving me like fresh homemade like fruit leather like apple pear cinnamon delicious with like a hundred dollar bill and it's like holy shit like you know it's like whoa like we get so caught in the things that we want to do right and our, our next goal and all this stuff and then the dance of being able to like celebrate the wins i think really everything is a win that's why i say there, there are no wins because we've we've you know hard and so by our ability of like doing the work, right? Whatever the work is that we have been assigned by quote unquote source or our higher self or, you know, the best way to say it, showing up with no doubts. I mean, there might be some doubts because that's, you know, the imposter voice, no matter how quiet you put that volume, it, it has a way to get sneaky, sneaky. Um, <laughs> and ability to just show up and be exactly 
what is it do what is needed exactly when we need it right it's like that that saying uh there's a time and a place for everything right i'm sure you've heard that one before mm-hmm. and i've found that that is our greatest present gift of presence ability to show up in whatever way that we are called to right and even especially in those moments where i don't want to do this right now because in those moments when i get those deep voices for myself of like no no i don't want to no 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 and then i'm like okay just like let's lean into it let's see you know like lights passing through temporal darkness we cannot be harmed we are love itself and we boom blast through that paradigm and the glass shatters and after the smoke clears we're standing in heaven we're like are you kidding i was just in that ring of hell trying to argue with myself about it but (laughs) by showing up then our greatest magic appears to us from us but it's just a reflection of us and that is that is the more beautiful world that I know that our hearts are co-creating into possible, you know, possibility, possible quantum realities that are all happening now. And from that perspective and lens, like, holy shit, we got some cool work to do. <laughs> right? Yeah. And it all starts now. So you know, the part of ourselves that <clears throat> might be deeply addicted to to video games or whatever it is honor that part of ourselves and be like let's go let's lean into that and then also at the same time being able to get all of our other things done that we have set for ourselves, and always knowing that if we fail to meet our mark that only sin and it's not a sin sin to where you're going to burn or anything it's just missing your mark which i think is really fun that uh mark is our sensei um because <laughs> i don't think I, I think we have definitely hit our mark in that realm and then i i meet a lot of marks in my world that trip me out so some marks miss the mark and uh i'm grateful that most marks i've met you know it's bullseye <laughs> and so the words the words keep on flowing in with everything else that we're doing and um i think <clears throat> i think trust know and can appreciate that the next level of formative forces coming in for each and every single one of us are the best ones yet ever because to our ability to know of our expectations and our attachments of how we want things to be it then opens up the realms of the greater levels of potentiality for all of us and that's when synchronicity starts flowing through you know i know we all love synchronicity it's definitely it's one of my forms of uh oh hi you're on the path yeah but I'm- what's on my mind is is how we can deepen those energetic connections so that when you know like when we all ride that same wave you know that 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 peak massive yeah this is the age of collective magic no more wizards sitting in towers out in the irish countryside first off there's not that much countryside left to you second (laughs) off like global love and gratitude grid bro get on dude dude seriously right and then once you experience those type of energies that's what i'm talking about 
Like, of course, you're going to run into, you know, you're going to run into a Karen. You're going to run into a Richard here and there. But, like, those <laughs> are also God, goddess embodied. And knowing that we also have the ability to, like, shift that type of consciousness, too. So I think by by wanting the um, – it really, to me, it feels like greater levels of intimacy, right? Into me, I see. It's because <clears throat> I feel like that is right. This this heart based coherency is this feeling of radical oneness and love and like gratitude and appreciation and it feels like fullness, but also emptiness. So it's it's one and the same, and our ability to embody that and then everywhere we go we're like a tuning fork we're like a grandfather clock synchronizing to the other father clocks and then from there then magic really starts you know hot bopping as they say because like I mean, a good example, right, was that, like, that building I was standing in. Like, I mean, that shit, that shit cut on fire, zero to 100. And I was, I mean, I'm still tripping out about that. I'm like, what is on here with that one? And then the aftermath of it is, you know, um, like, better than we could have ever imagined. Like I said, the community came together, like, uh, and who owns the shop that got burned down, like, she has a greater level of abundance that, that flowed in. Right. I think that it's all about attitude also. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, like if her attitude was like, fuck these people, this is shit. I can't work anymore. Wow. 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 Right. Like the hyper victim mentality. Then I feel like worrying of that would be like more suffering and like more, Oh, lack. And because that's what I've seen, right? Like, like attracts like. And so I've also found that because the emanation of that whole experience was a loving type of energy, although still to like hold space with grief, right? I feel like in our mm -hmm. collective consciousness, there's some emotions and feelings that are put on a pedestal, right? Whether it be like, richness or lavishness or you know like massive levels of abundance and then like other parts of the spectrum from like grief to fear to these other things get more manipulated and distorted instead of um embodied and appreciated whole and not labeling but from the collective consciousness perspective it makes sense that we push away the bad and embrace the quote unquote good. Right. But I've found that by flipping paradigm and not that we're pushing it away or pushing anything away, but being able to embrace the quote unquote bad and then allow the good to flow instead of like, you know, I like to stand in a river when I'm really low and try to push the water back up the mountain. It doesn't work very well. <laughs> but when I can, but when I can really like, you know, stop. Could I had it? Could I had a v8ing myself, and um, just surrender and jump into the river and pretend I'm a trout swimming down the river and let the river carry me. 
the amount of abundance that flows in and out of my being is like, I mean, I feel like I'm a billionaire or a trillionaire. You know, there's no, there's no level of describing the amount of abundance flow by simply, you know, water help, helps us really feel this way, right? Because it gives us something that's such a cognitive shift to where we can be so much more grateful for the warmth. <laughs> when, you're done, when you're done shivering your ass off and you're finally warm after your body has gone through a nice little shock, you feel really good. There's a lot of endorphins that get released. And then also your, the cells in your body are just fucking grateful to be warm again. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a lot going on. The, the yeah. big one in my experience is the reduction of global inflammation. Mm -hmm. Like all of these hot spots that had just been firing themselves so long that you, you stop noticing them, all of a sudden they're gone. Yeah, that's a good, that's actually a very good point. That makes sense. Right? Cold. Yeah, because it gives us that reset. And then also, yeah, we don't realize when we're like just and then we just stay going and it's it's that intention there is tension mm -hmm. and then by de-stressing defragmenting how do it right the cold the cold definitely like I, I literally went through that experience and i was like no and then you like pull yourself you want to like get out there's that first you know but then when you can lean into it i think what that does is it teaches and primes our nervous system to be able to embrace the chaos whatever it may be so instead of being more hyper reactive in some way you have that ability to like pull not pulling yourself back but you have the ability to like consciously make a choice right instead of the reactive to the responsive and then normally when we're able to consciously respond, there's a lot more grace and ease and flow in a world, um, which is, is definitely, in my opinion, more favorable because mm -hmm. then everybody is more balanced and harmonized and it feels better. You know, I mean, sometimes I'll, I'll walk into an area and it just does not want to be cleared. And I'm like, okay, I'm not, gonna force any of these things and so then i'll find that part inside of myself that doesn't want to shift and then by simply you know flowing through it and focusing on the other side of it taking that pendulum to the other side i bring that within myself and then it's just an immediate interaction of as as inside it goes outside as a, have you seen the oa the OA, no, what yeah. is that? Oh, dude, you should watch the OA. Um, well, it, it's about quantum timeline hopping for one, dope, uh, and about you know building a tribe to do it. But there's this dude who keeps a bunch of people in his basement that's major plot point, not ruining anything. Um, but at one point, he's talking to a sheriff, and his sheriff comments on like how nice his house is, you know, out here in the middle of nowhere. And the, the guy who has been imprisoning these people, who are, who are angels, you know, he's, they end up calling him Hunter. He says, yeah, I, I figure if I can create order, you know, around me, I'll feel it inside. And I was like, oh, that's this, like, that's, that's what's driving this whole plot line. <laughs> he, he feels this chaos about what happens to you after death. And that's, yeah. that's why he's, like, he's inflicting all of this 
pain on other people because he's he's trying to use them to create order from the outside in instead of just like hey man are are you okay with dying and just <laughs> facing memento mori in the face yeah you know that all the control mechanisms um yeah. that that if, that's if you the want paradox. order start with you <laughs> exactly what a concept right i mean it does all start with us i mean it certainly did start with us and it's certainly not going to end with us but it does start with us right it starts with our conscious um what's the word it's uh oh, it's not intention it's not intuition it's like apply applying ourselves. um i forgot the name of the word but it's basically able to apply ourselves. yeah the, the way In, i think about initiative, it is like initiative yeah that's the word you're you're, you're a kind of sail on the mm -hmm. energetic wind and how you choose to hold yourself determines where you're gonna go i love that analogy that's great yeah dude and then being able to right hold the in initiative that is our sail in our you know true north or our heart's greatest desires direction right mm -hmm. then <clears throat> we might go through rough and if we're able to understand and let go of our expectation of the attachment of said any experience then we are much more able to flow freely through the consciousness um illusions one could say or the bubbles i feel like that they're like bubbles Right. Like sometimes you can get caught in a bubble and it can feel like it's a 2D spiral or a, a, not even a spiral, but a 2D circle of hell or a loop. Right. But we forget that it's a bubble and it's it's many. Days. And so by paradoxically being stuck in it, we can remember that we can become unstuck in any moment and then flow through it. And then on on. Basically, it's like, how can we, like, we, we can have a goal, and we can have our vision, and we can have our our true north that we're sending arrow in. And then I have found by releasing our expectation of how we get there, we end up getting there much faster. And, and this is why I like to do Archangel magic, is because you just make the request. And then you say, okay, you massive intelligence far beyond my comprehension. Yep. You do your thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Isn't it? It's more fun, I will say. Because oh, it is so much more fun than trying <laughs> to do it all yourself. <laughs> we do. The amount, of, the amount of control mechanisms that are in place for, um, you know, said experiences <laughs> are uh, deep and vast. And, and it's also, it's, okay, so I, I heard this recently that um, gravity could be the aromonic, right? It's things that are pulling us down into this physicality. And then I also heard, ironically, that some Luciferic um, energies are levity, which are bringing. I'm like, okay, that's interesting, though, because technically Lucifer is known as light bringer. And so I'm like, whoa, that's trippy. Okay. And of course, all things are one. So it's it's not about it's not really about separation anymore. It's more about including and then being able to transcend and rewrite the story because that's really it. 
it's what narrative yeah. what what's on your projector that you're right sending out into the field <clears throat> and when we can get that projection and the reflection harmonize with our brain and our heart and our gut i have found that then we have more cohesive to experience yeah everything it is that we want to actually experience, right? Because even if we're experiencing something painful or traumatic, ironically, it's still there for us to experience. And when we, you know, our attitude about it, our altitude affects instantaneously. And so it's very cool that um, these real fields and these fields really help chop up a lot of the illusions, let's say. And help us i feel like they're like imagination superconductors you know not to mention not to mention even for for water but think about what water is it's information and so of course brings it to a higher level of structurization and then what happens when you're more highly structured your levels of co-creation just expand like you know and multiply a hundredfold and, and, you know, infinitely actually. And so by being able to like go inside of ourselves and into our imagination station, whether we have our own like imaginary Island or however we want to do it, we have our own world that's inside of ourselves. And then I think whenever we run to extreme chaos, there is just a imbalance between our internal world and our external world. And so, the easiest thing we can do is simply drop into our heart. I have found right. And then from there, it gives us the foundation and balance across the different spectrums of perception and reality all in for things to flow with more harmony. And then, and then instead of, you know, all this shit going wrong, there is everything that could be going wrong is actually going right that perspective i've found that it's it's much more enjoyable you can you can be in the cockpit of experience and really marvel at the inner verse that you have created um and don't get me wrong at times when hell you're in hell and so it's like experience the shit um (laughs) there's no running away from our even if we want to think there is because uh, it's all us it's all you it's all me right <laughs> but then the, the the beautiful part is our ability to like coexist and then co-create because literally like right now with us communicating there are two worlds that are not smashing but they're you know interdimensionally collaborating with each other and then because of that there is a third co-creation that happens which is absolutely beautiful because then this just ripples out into all of cosmos and then everything that we could ever want need think feel you know desire it's all happening it's all going to happen everything is in complete alignment like dominoes if we can see it that it's just like oh wow so like me being late for work or late for this thing whatever it is is actually serving me and instead of beating myself up or playing all these interesting games yourself we could enjoy the game <laughs> what do you think yeah man? let's enjoy the game <laughs> no matter what it is 
<laughs> and remember in the background that we have the ability to reset that fucker if it gets too crazy. <laughs> Not as an escape, I, but from a shifting masterful level. Yeah, I, I think the strongest argument to teach lots of people magic is that we're all doing magic all the time so we might as well be good at it exactly and (laughs) the the first and most essential step to performing magic for me is being willing to change your perspective that that's the foundation it's a deeper view of causality of of your experience and so you, you got to be willing to let go of what you got and step into something new and if you have that willingness then the rest is it's gonna happen totally yeah man letting like that's it right i've found it like okay to the level that i could like let go of whatever it is mm-hmm. right even even if it's a quote-unquote good thing like fully experience whatever it is that i'm experiencing instead of because i, I have a tendency to where like okay i'm in this great experience fuck this shit i'm quantum leaping <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Can we experience it fully for what it is now? And then we know you're going to quantum leap into the next one. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> let's enjoy what we have co-created for ourselves. And then from that, from that like awareness and perspective, everything is serving me. Even if I'm in an experience of completely being livid and my blood is boiling, I'm like, there is something enjoyable about this. What am I enjoying? <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, oh, yeah, the pattern interrupt that my soul has blessed me with instead of fuck that person, they're a piece of shit or whatever, right? Because that's a path too, but it mm-hmm. feel as, it's, it's more of like a bitter taste in my mouth whenever I choose that route comparatively to, ah, uh, yeah, I might have just flipped out and told that person to go F himself. But now that I'm back at my center, I can go find that person again and say, hey, listen, man, I'm really sorry for um, that little outburst that I just had. And if they want to accept my apology, great. If not, you know, I'm not attached. I, I keep going down my path because um, I feel like, you know, a spiritual person, as, as positive as I can be and am to the best of my ability in every moment, that's my default operating mode. There's a real sinister Saitan that lives up in here too. And he don't give a fuck or, or she don't give a fuck. Like she let it burn if, if, <laughs> if that path was, you know, fully embodied. And so I get to I get to check that version of myself and be like, listen, we get to enjoy that experience too. But ultimately, <clears throat> for myself, since I asked you, my heart's greatest desire is to embody the unique set of allurements and desires that are available to me in every single moment. And to the level that I can do that without BSing myself and, um, you know, telling myself a story or like people pleasing and put, put myself to the back burner, um, life, life becomes more magical when I honor myself, I think is the point that I'm trying to make and love myself, no matter what the experience is. I feel like it's, it's like Paul Check says, you know, uh, what would love do now? Right. 
and we can be in a moment where we're like, you know, fired up by whatever it is. Um, and, and really, you know, explain to somebody why we're right. And I have found that what's more important being right or, um, having our complete peace of mind. And I have found that by having our complete peace of mind, it all comes back to center. So there's no be right because somebody else can be experiencing whatever they're experiencing. And by my just simply shining my light and radiating my bioluminescence, that's all that's really needed, right? Is me to simply Mm -hmm. be. And all the other stuff that I get done in this lifetime is great. It's all like, there's a, there's a name for it. It's called encoutrement or a land yap. And it means a little something extra, you know, like the, the my encoutrements are going to be the the energetic tools that I co-create and the <clears throat> whatever the the things are that I get to bring into manifestation in this life. Those are the little than extra. But what comes is simply me making the conscious choice. Do I love my? Is is this a choice that affirms I love myself? in this present moment. Cause for a long time, dude, like most of my spirals of dysfunction and like, I used to be a dark sorcerer and it wasn't, wasn't very fun. I mean, uh, <laughs> I, I, it never seemed like it to me. <laughs> no, I would I, no, don't get me wrong. There were moments where I was having fun, but you know, the, the cost would outweigh the, the reward. <laughs> And from, from this state that I have now of being able to like, okay, I'm going to love right now. That means I don't need to tell them that they're a cunt and that they need to go fuck themselves or whatever it is. Right (laughs) now, maybe sometimes it is that choice, but it's, it's this idea of being able to like protect my peace and being able to no matter what, love myself from the inside out. And then from everything just ripple effects and then boomerangs back to me. And so what I've found is that the greatest quest that I have ever found in this lifetime is the love of myself. And to the level that I continue to choose self-love, not from um, like a radically like selfish, but a selflessly selfish perspective to where I can show up in the world and be myself but be able to be loving myself and shining my light to such a radical level and that the amount that I'm investing into myself is just compounding interest. It's like ridiculous. Here, here's a little spell I like to cast. Uh, so I, I heard over and over again growing up, you know, love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I choose to live with divine the divine like i choose to live with god i choose to live with source as my neighbor um so i should love myself as source i should love myself as a god and that's it's a it's selfless selflessness like it's it's not at all the kind of self-indulgence that most people think of in, in like the the mainstream love yourself movement it's it's the total giving up of yourself in order to like exactly you get it handed back exactly who do you hand you off to like yourself you you off to you yeah exactly (laughs) you you give yourself away 
to get yourself back <laughs> and to realize that nothing has happened. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> this is a fun game. This is the yeah. infinite game of infinite games. <laughs> now I get to go show other people they can do this and let's see what kind of world we, we end up in. Yeah. And I mean, think about it, man. Like, continuing this path, it's only been... It's only been five years, and I feel like, well, yeah, it's been about six. Six years, I feel like I've made hundreds of years in leaps and bounds in my mm-hmm. consciousness, right? So, like, to the right now, I'm just, like, humble, like, to the level that I can humble myself and really, like, honor myself and appreciate myself, then everything is, is, is just infinitely abundant for me every single person that I meet when I'm tapped into that energy. Now, mind you, I think we're also still here on campus earth. So we're, we're able to get taught our own lessons, right? We, we are able to gift ourselves our own medicine because so like we want to stay in that field. I feel like, well, especially for me, I have like addictive tendencies and so um, also shifting and changing those always, but I've noticed that, I can be I can be experiencing this beautiful divine experience and then want it to like stay there forever. Like ah, you know, I need this, but then to the of me being able to fully receive it, embody it and then let it go, then a greater level of that experience comes in. Comparative, yeah, comparatively I- to like me trying to chase it and then it's just a downward spiral. For me, the the two huge blockers in receiving have been, number one, I don't deserve this. Um, mm-hmm. And, oh, man, I keep losing my train of thought. That's a big one. <laughs> uh, number two, um, I need this. Ooh. Like, yeah, that's, yep. that's gotten me a lot. Yep. Instead of instead of you know I am worthy to receive this, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like masterful fucking translation, dude. And it's just <laughs> it's just an arrangement of like two different words, pretty much, right? It's like <laughs> so fucking simple. And then like I heard a great one from the Course of Miracles. It is uh, I am entitled, and it's like whoa, yeah, I am. You know, like we all, and then the the best part is that we are entitled to miracles and every single one of us is experiencing miracles. That is the gift that is our life. Right. And so I think by us being able to unwrap our presence and truly open up the gift that is our present, then that's when we get to be the gift that keeps on giving. Right. Cause I don't know about you, but I, I feel most alive when I'm able to show up for myself not through another being but like in service like being able to Mm -hmm. go beyond myself in a way right and like be of service to a greater whole and then and then it's like whoa then we find a greater level of meaning a greater level of intimacy and connection as we are being of service for a cause that's greater than ourself but ironically it is ourself and then from there, those those levels of veils of reality just continually expand because, you know, the, the what is that saying? Um, to the ceiling, or wait, to, to the mind, it's the ceiling. 
wait to, to the mind it's the ceiling and to the heart it's just the floor and it goes up from there and <laughs> and that's literally it man because then when we're when we're in that state then the effects are coming and the flow of energy that's what i think we're we're getting and gearing up to is our abilities of manifestation of whatever it is that we're thinking and we're feeling are getting more dialed in. And so if we're thinking and feeling shitty, we're going to co-create more of that. And then our superpower magic is our ability to then focus our energy on more harmonized thought forms, right? Like that's what an angel is. It's a thought form. It's a massive amount of information that, we're, we're in constant contact with our spirit guides mm-hmm. or our ancestors or, you know, like there's that saying, when the student is ready, the master appears. And I have found that that statement is a paradox because we are the student and we are the master. So we, we find both. <laughs> yeah, sometimes when the master shows up, the first thing they do is hide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes your first lesson is hide and seek. Uh, that was a that was a rough one for me to receive, but yeah, it's a lot. I I would prefer to walk through the forest like checking inside trees and under rocks than just lost in my head. Yeah, same. And and remembering that you know, um, in order ourselves sometimes we we got we get lost you know <laughs> sometimes if we if we really like surprises we we trip to make the fall shorter um <laughs> just I, I like to say a wizard is never lost you know they always know precisely where they are it's just that the rest of the universe is sometimes a little confused there we go that's <laughs> that, that's it for sure right because time is relative and so we're always on our time like yeah that's i am always here and now exactly is is that the here and now you wanted exactly exactly (laughs) and and i love the uh, i love the peter tosh i am i think it's i am that i am or i am and he says i'm not in this world to live up to your expectations and neither are you here to live up to mine Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like oh yeah keep unwrapping and unraveling these gifts is the present my dude this has been so amazing do you and this is just the first of many everyone so get ready because um yeah cameron and i are uh what is as they say mapping consciousness um and uh being a psychedelic spiritual cartographer is quite the title so uh we we have dubbed ourselves <laughs> we have dubbed ourselves with many titles and uh j- jack of all trades master of some um and uh i'm i'm curious if you have any offerings that you'd like to offer out to this innerverse and universe um yeah, I, I know that you offer uh life coaching right uh i do occasionally do uh, story work based work um nice. I, I don't advertise it um it, it's just as the opportunity comes up so i mean if you want to talk to me about the kind of personal development that i do uh just talk to me yeah, that. that that's that's my always offering if if you want to know 
more about what you're seeing, just just strike up a conversation. Uh, I am I am an open book, and I put the warnings before the spells. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start doing the same, you know, like I, I put the beware there's an ogre sign up at the front of the forest before you come in, you know, you, before yeah. you enter the, the ogre's den. But also remember that there is a unicorn there if you want to go for a stroll <laughs> and uh, you can hop on the griffin as well. Sure. Um, there's a great big inner landscape in here. You just I, I just want to be sure you know what adventure you're signing up for. There we um, go. There are many. <laughs> so read the fine print. And, you know, buy a ticket and take the ride. You can ride with us anytime through the uh, cosmic um, surfing voyages lands that we do. We do offer paddle boarding through Uranus. Really want to <laughs> dive deep. Um, that is a premium package option. So just, just be prepared to offer a bundle of gold for that one. Um, more than the river sticks guy. Okay. He only wants one coin. We're asking for a whole bag. So just so we're clear, um, <laughs> the warning signs are up and, um, yeah, of course there are many more <clears throat> expansive, um, connections that we get to participate in. And, uh, I think the next one we hop on, we will highlight the, um, tensor tarot um because that oh, will be yeah. next level we will we'll dial, dial I, a little more i've got some fresh ideas in that respect uh i was gonna build things instead of uh sending out texts so later today y'all are gonna get the christmas gift i'm giving to myself Woo! So, do, do you want me to give like a, a two sentence um teaser yeah this, this idea that i would love for us to bring into the world together please, in whatever way shape or form that looks please my good sir Okay, so I met Samson um, at the lake house, and I stepped inside the Ascension Pyramid, and I did Qigong, and it was like moving underwater. And I was like, man, this technology is awesome. It's subtle, but it's powerful, and I would love to get this in front of as many people as I can. Well, the, the rings are, are a little expensive, and there's so many different energies and shapes that you can work with. So I was like, how do I like get people connected to the intent? like the, the underlying thing. And then, you know, we can send you copper and it, you know, embodying it in that way makes it that much more powerful, but like the energy is always there. And once you've had your tensor activation, you can continue to grow, you know, the, the energy that is you. Yeah. So since we're all familiar with this format of card decks, I thought, well, why don't we, you know, take these sacred lengths and measures and just shrink them down. And then you can use them to draw, like build mandalas is what I like to call them in your imagination. Yes. They have a lot of the same effects as the physical ones. And then we took it another level and we're like, okay, well, if we're building things, let's build things with intent. So, mm. you know, we use the word alchemist when we talk about this a lot. So what, what I'm really interested in are uh, like spiritual alchemy. That, that's what a lot of my Buddhist meditative practice is based around, like, calling up anger looking at it realizing the core of goodness that's in it and then deconstructing the the patterns and reconstructing them around it Ooh. so we can we can embed these intents inside these tensor geometries and the angle that i'm bringing now is like well 
it would be cool to have this thing in front of you, but in order to move the energy, you got to breathe. So uh, breathwork visualizations coming into the digital. This is my gift to the world, December 25th, 2022. Sacred geometry breathing mandalas. It's, it's about to get crazy up in here. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I yeah, just, it's going to be amazing. <clears throat> these energies are all light and love, and I just I just want to spread that. That's it. It's on. It's what I want to do. I have a feeling we we are going to be able to have the physical signed copies of decks by uh, the Water Shaman and Cameron Cam of the Wild, Cameron King, uh, and also digital. I think I, I think a digital deck would be fire too. Which um, it's the place to start. Yeah, totally, man. That's 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 more your expertise, and uh, ultimately, <laughs> we are both here building it in the app first. That's where that's where most things um, get mm-hmm. anchored in is the inside, the inner verse first, and then of course we can bridge the worlds to being on the external. Which I am super pumped. I did I did check it out and look at it. Um, I have more to add. So nice. gearing up, gearing up, we will. Uh, we will schedule another one of these space casts and just dive deep into all things toroidally tarot. Yeah, dude. I'm super grateful. And again, let's drop into our heart. But first I just wanted to say I'm internally grateful and appreciative for all that you do and be my dear soul brother. And uh, there are no coincidences great spirit the great mystery has uh led us on this path of divine collaboration and co-creation together for for a reason i can feel it in my nuggets and uh yeah the the gifts just keep on giving and um yeah please please uh if y'all are inspired in any wave shape dimension reach out to um cam of the wild it's it's cam of the wild right on instagram Correct. Uh, periods between each word. Dope. And then do you have um, any other websites or anything you want to lead people to? At the moment, no. I, Sweet. I've been told to put together a blog or a portfolio, but my vision of what I want keeps changing. <laughs> I know that one. Build a consistent <laughs> identity, but this, this is the year that happens. Straight yeah. up. Straight up. We're on the path. And uh, mm-hmm. we get to put one foot in and uh, hold hands to help this entire world to be <laughs> even more happy, healthy, and whole and complete. Because it already is. Let's get to yeah. bring it into remembrance um, yes. and, and reclamation. You know, we get to reclaim our and reclaim our um, imagination. That's right. We're fucking reclaiming our imagination this year. And... Uh, <laughs> There, there will be no borders, limits, or um, yeah, any type of uh, illusions in that realm. We are piercing through the veil, using our heads to live with our hearts. And with that, in conclusion, let's drop back into our heart. Not that we were out of it, but it's vessel remembrance. Let's say I've just charge it up, make it stronger. There you know? we. How how powerful can my sacred heart be? <clears throat> That's it, dude. And and realizing that you know all energies are here to serve us for our highest and greatest. So let's do that. Simply drop in this ball of consciousness, 
from where our pineal gland is, where we like to hang and bang and, uh, you know, drive around our mental sphere, we can drop that ball of consciousness from our head into our heart. And from there, simply connecting our heart with the heart of Mother Earth, giving ourselves a deep breath, imagining the loving, supporting energies of Mama Gaia permeating every single on that inhale. And then on that exhale, allowing all energies from the inside out to settle into this sacred space of our heart, letting go of all things that no longer serve. And then that second breath, connecting our heart to the heart of central sun, father sky, however we choose to see that and say it again with that inhale, imagine breathing in through the top of our crown, permeating every single cell in our being. And then on that exhale, allowing all energy to settle in the sacred space of our heart. And then with that third breath, merging the energies of earth with the energies of sky, with the energies of you, I, we all, Ah, moving all energy to settle into the sacred space of our heart where we get to be the gift that keeps on giving. Sending infinite love, Cameron King, Cam of the Wild. Thank you for being again, brother. And uh, till next time. Uh, it's always my pleasure. I will catch you on the our pleasure. quantum right. interwebs. And again, <laughs> if any need our assistance you can invoke our name and we will gladly be there to hold the other end of your wire mm -hmm. wizards unite ah, it's about time <laughs> it's about time brother we are we're around the round table and uh we get to share a meal so um yeah man blessings on your journeys um happy merry chrysler Merry Christ mass that is the Christed ones with inside of every single one of us. And uh, remember, we are all blessed beyond all measures. And uh, smiling is the most basic kind of peace work. Till next time, Brother Cam. Talk to you soon. See you. Later, brother.